Welcome back to Gab with Gabby, the podcast, the potty. Let's talk some shit, shall we? Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you all for being here. Um, I cracked myself a little white claw, little mango white claw, um, and I meant to crack it on the podcast, on the potty, so we could all crack one together, but I forgot. So crack crack one by yourself um and let's let's drink one and chat today so you might or might not have noticed maybe not but I have a new intro today um so for those that don't know and I imagine that's probably a good lot of you um the song in my intro and my outro is actually the song go go gadget and it's by Chaunch my personal trainer he is a do-it-all kind of man. He's a rapper, producer. He does all that shit. So I sampled one of his songs as my intro. But when I recorded it myself, um, I did it by taking my cell phone and playing it on Spotify and then lowering the volume when I needed it to. So it sounded very janky, in my opinion, and it had a super hard stop. Well, Chant invited me to go into the studio with him where he records like a real ass professional and record my intro. So that's what's going on there. I posted a picture yesterday on my Instagram of me at the stew. That's what they call it. Um, And so, yeah, that's what's going on with my new intro. If you were wondering, I'm sure you're not. But yeah, welcome back. Thanks again for being here. Last week on the potty, I talked about leaving your number for a server or a waiter and how I've only done it one time and I didn't get a response and how I also have never had someone leave me their number when I worked as a server. So I posted a poll on Instagram to see if people have left their number for their server or their waiter before. And it was actually 50-50 in terms of people that have or haven't. So I feel a little bit better that I'm not the only one that isn't like out here shooting my shot with my servers. Then my follow-up question was if um, those of you that have left your number for your server before, if they texted you back. Because really what I need to know is, was my one time a fluke that I didn't get a text or should I, am I just, you know, am I on the outs here? And surprisingly enough, it was actually like split 50-50 of the people who have left their numbers before who has gotten a response back, which I, I thought was super interesting and again made me feel a little bit better. Like, okay, glad I'm not alone here. And then I actually had a few people follow up with, context for their responses. So one person told me that she has left her friend's number on a receipt before. And I'll say, that's a good friend. If you're a friend listening to this, maybe don't do that because I would die of embarrassment, but I like the idea. Then someone else reminded me that she left her number for her server, who she is now engaged to. So ladies and one gent out there, it is possible. This does happen for people. So that's exciting. And then my friend Fanny reached out and said that because she's worked as a waitress for a while. 
And she was just talking about how it actually feels really uncomfortable to text someone back as a server, even if you're interested. So like, she, sorry, I'm like putting you on blast here. Um, she told me that she had someone who she like flirted with all night who she was serving and they left them, they left her their number and she just like felt embarrassed to text back because it's like kind of weird to do that. So that was super interesting context because that's not something I would have ever thought of. And of course, now I will go down swinging with the assumption that if I leave my number and they don't respond, they just don't know what to say, right? Like that's, we can all go down with that assumption. Yes. As always, going to talk about songs that I'm obsessed with this week. And before I do that, I wanted to share a little something about one of the, um, um, answers that I got to my request about what songs people are obsessed with. So my friend Devin told me that she's obsessed with Does He Know by One Direction. And for those that don't know, that was on the Midnight Memories album, which is their third album. And they didn't end up performing it at their concert for whatever reason, but it's such a bop. And I just wanted to say to all my directioners out there, you can relate to that, I'm sure. And also at this point, I'm almost starting to feel like a challenge with myself of can I mention One Direction at least once during every potty episode? I think I can do it. I'm sure you all are going to be displeased. But it just at this point, I feel like I'm probably like at least majority of the episodes I've mentioned it now. Anyway, so in terms of what songs I'm obsessed with this week, they all happen to kind of follow a theme. They all fit into the same kind of category. These songs all fit the theme of we are back together-ish, in quotes, despite knowing we probably shouldn't be and that this isn't good for either of us. So we have Stay a Little Longer by Brothers Osborne, which my friend Megan and I are just obsessed with. Randomly, it'll come on the radio and I have to tell her every single time because it just like feels like a sign from the universe. What sign? I don't know, but it's just one of those songs that like Every time it comes on, I'm like, oh, God, again, all in my feels. And I feel like that's my way every week of describing why I'm obsessed with the songs. But I swear I, I can verbalize things better. The other song, All Over Again by Luke Combs. And the last one is You Should Probably Leave by Chris Stapleton. So these are all country, which might not be your vibe. Um, actually, all of the submissions that people have sent in um, of what they're obsessed with, none of them our country songs. So I feel like maybe it's my duty to educate you guys on some country music. And you're probably all thinking, I'm going to block you and never listen to your playlist again, which whatever is fine is your prerogative. But yeah, so those three songs all kind of fit into like that same bucket of like, okay, here we are again. We know we shouldn't, but we are anyways. And let me provide some context. Do I really have that kind of situation in my life? Mm, not really. Um, the guy that I mentioned two episodes ago, he could kind of be described like that, but more so like I knew deep in my mind, like I knew I should not be hanging out with this person after they have 
told me that they don't want to be in a relationship. And yet, what did I continue to do? I would continue to do that. So I think that like, there is like a part of me deep down inside that like almost craves that little bit of like, it's not drama, but just that little bit of like spice to life, especially now where I'm not dating anybody. I'm not talking to anybody. Like those songs kind of bring me back to those feelings of like, ugh, we shouldn't be. Um, And also, yes, I realize that like as a 26 year old, maybe I should move on from needing that kind of spice in my life. And you know what? To that, I say maybe one day, maybe one day. When I mentioned to a couple of different people that I was paying for Hinge Premium. And if you listened to either last week's episode or the week before, um, a few different people said something along the lines of, well, $20, like as long as you go on one date a month, you'll kind of make back your return on what you're paying to the app. And I thought that this might be a good time to clarify some things. Um, I thought that maybe from my storytelling about my dating in a pandemic, read between the lines, no dating, that it was pretty obvious that I am like, I barely talk to boys. Um, but I guess not. So I wanted to clear the record, clear the air, make the record straight, set the record straight. There we go. Um, I don't like, I talk a, a big talk about someone who's like actively, um, on this search, you could say. But that is the like about it. Like I swipe for maybe five minutes a day when I can remind myself to do it. Usually it'll accidentally be at like 8 a.m. And then I feel like a huge asshole for sending out likes on Hinge at 8 a.m. Is this a me problem? Yes, absolutely. Or like, you know, like I mentioned, like my Sunday Millilite sessions, like those are sacred for swiping. But like I'm not act. I, I just... It, I'm, I barely talk to boys. Let's leave it at that. I like, I barely talk to boys. So th- this idea of like me being able to convert to one date a month is, was a really great idea. I have to give credit, but it's just a little bit out of reach for me. Of course, I can try and, and manifest and increase that because um, I know I mentioned that I thought that paying would increase my dating pool or make it better, make my dating pool stronger. And I will say I am more satisfied with the pool of guys that I'm seeing, at least like in terms of looks, which look, I realize is probably horrible to say, but like all I can go off of on dating apps is how people look and also what questions they choose to answer and how they answer them. And let me tell you, boys are really not creative. So I see the same questions over and over and over again. I'm looking for a girl that has sense of humor. I'm looking for a girl that's down to earth. What does that even mean? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. What does being down to earth even mean? I've asked this question before and I truly, I can't get a good answer to it. No one can tell me. The closest I got to a good answer was my friend's husband who said, hmm, probably someone who doesn't have a second Instagram to complain about her dating life. That's probably would be considered not down to earth, which honestly I can agree with. So yeah, all of that to say that, yes, I have to go off of looks on the dating apps or they have to have some better answers to questions. Sometimes I see some really good ones. For example, 
Um, one of the prompts on Hinge, which is, again, since I'm paying, I'm primarily using that one. I barely have the energy for one as it is, so I'm not, like, actively on Hinge and Bumble. I'm sticking just to Hinge, which, if you're not familiar with the two, Hinge takes a little bit more work. With Bumble, you can just easily swipe left, whereas with Hinge, you have to actually click the X button. And I know if you're not familiar with the dating apps, you're probably thinking that's the laziest shit I've ever heard. The fact that that makes a big difference. But it does because for some reason, like, it's almost like a hard stop on every profile. Whereas with Bumble, it's just like swipe, 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 swipe. So anyway, so on Hinge, one of the um, one of the prompts that I saw was, I'll be attracted to you if you're on my flight. And I want to say that that was the best prompt and answer that I have seen because I could not relate more. I, every time that I travel, may traveling rest in peace and hopefully come back to us soon. I am always on the hunt to see if there is going to be someone attractive. And I feel like every flight, there's usually someone that I'm like, oh my God, you're cute. You're cute. Like this could be something. And reality is like, in real life, they're probably not actually cute, but there's just something to the idea of like meeting someone like that when you're traveling, like going somewhere fun. I also think about this whenever I go to the grocery store. I always wish that I meet someone in person. Um, that might just me be very much like a me thing. But I saw that profile and I was like, oh, that is a good one. And you know what I did, guys, which I don't normally do, but I've been doing. I was writing personalized little messages Instead of just liking a picture, which is normally what I do, and yes, is a little lazy, I realize I was actually writing responses back. I know this is a big step. This is like really big step for me. Um, And I was like picking certain things in their profiles to respond to. And do you know where it went? Just about nowhere. Just about nowhere. Very little movement there. Um... I'm going to keep trying because, again, I'm trying to get my $20 worth, but I'm telling you, it's like I put in just as much effort as I always do, or I mean, I put in more effort or I put in no effort, and the results are just about the same. And actually, I'll even do one better. Um, There were a couple of people who I liked first which who matched me back and then normally I would just let them message me first because I already did all of the hard work by messaging you first like I went ahead and put myself out there babe and none of them responded back to me so you know you'll 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 take that as you will and in fact I'll go I'll go even further and tell you this little little story. So I was talking to this guy. We're actually messaging back and forth for a couple of days. I don't have the notifications turned on for the app. So I respond pretty slowly. Um, but he was responding like right away. And I know that because like I was like swiping away, drinking wine on a Friday night. And as I'm swiping away, he's like responding, whatever. So we um uh, are messaging back and forth, yada, yada for a couple days. And then on Sunday, I responded to whatever it was that he said and I said like by the way here's my phone number and here's the thing about me like I don't put myself out there like like I said earlier like the fact that I'm even liking guys first or sending them a message first is a big deal for me but for some reason there's something I don't really care about it's giving my number first like I hate 
like if we're talking on the app for a couple of days, like let's let's transition. I can easily block you. We can easily delete each other. Like it's not really that permanent when you move over to text. In fact, like a lot of people know this about me, but I won't save someone's number that I'm talking to from a dating app until we go on a first date. And even then, the, the then I do it because I'm like, all right, I feel like I have to, like now I've met you. But so all these other people that I've mentioned of dating in the panoramic, like they were all like a maybe blanks. Okay. So it's just like not that big of a deal to me. And I just hate like that. It's like not tension per se is probably all in my mind, but it's like obvious where we've been talking for a while and we should just move over to texting, but no one's doing it first. Like, no, no, no. Here's my number. Here you go. Um, and so I did that. And then guess who's still, oh, and let me backtrack and say that he'd been responding very quickly. Cause at this point I turned on my notifications cause like, okay, we're actually having a conversation. I'll put in the effort here. See guys, like I'm actually putting in effort. Um, or I should say, see universe, like let, hear me out. Like, look at me, I'm trying. Um, and then he never, he never texted me. So, which is fine. But like, again, all of this to say that you guys, I'm putting in the effort and still nothing is happening. And so then when I say that I don't put in the effort, this is why. Because when I do put in the effort, nothing happens. Okay. Another thing that I wanted to add on the um, vein of dating is that I was out this weekend for Deb's birthday. Thank you all um, who sent prayers up. My liver did survive. It was by a very small margin, but we are alive to tell the tale. Um which actually let me backtrack and say that we had plans to go up at like 1 p.m. for the day and then do dinner around like 6.30 and then like eventually drive home and we were going to drive up with her sister. And her sister was like, um, I'm going to take my own car. It's just that every time we go to Portsmouth, you guys end up staying out until like past midnight. And I just don't really feel like doing that. And at first I was like, what? And then I realized, actually, um, she is correct. And not just that, the previous weekend that we'd gone out, Deb and I had done that. So I was like, you know what? Touche. So we ended up getting a hotel room, which obviously just means that, like, then, like, all hell can break loose because we're like, we have nowhere else to be. Um, so anyway, so we met this guy at the bar and... I mentioned that I have a podcast and he was like, so he was like, what? You have a podcast? Thought it was so cool. I obviously um, subscribed to it myself, like on his spot, his Spotify and also followed my playlist. And the reason I mention it is because know that it did not go anywhere with this guy. He is well in the past. But now I'm thinking I have a pretty good pickup line or thing to talk about when things start, like, when I start meeting boys again, which is super, super exciting. One thing I'm sure everyone can relate to is, like, the love-hate relationship with, like, your Snapchat memories. Sometimes they are so good, like, stuff that I forgot happened, and then sometimes I'm like, Whew, that is cringy or like brings you right back to a time in your life when you're like, oh, I would rather forget that. But with it being Deb's birthday two days ago, my Snapchat brought back some 
good memories. Um, one was four years ago when we went to Nashville for her birthday for the first time. And she went to get her hair done that morning, as Deb does. And she was there for almost like eight hours. She was going full blonde to the point where like we thought that she was going to miss a flight. We're like, um, hello, like, are you going to be here? I think, or like she almost missed her shuttle or something. Um, so that was how it started. Our flight was delayed because there was some quote unquote rain in Nashville. Okay. No problem. We get in, we were supposed to go to Bluebird Cafe, um, which I don't know if I mentioned this before, but Bluebird is where like a bunch of really cool country artists have been discovered like Taylor Swift and it's where, like the show Nashville takes place a lot of. Um, and then turns out that I had bought tickets for like the wrong night. It was like whole fiasco. So we ended up going out that night and there was like no one out and it was a Thursday night. And we were like, what the, what the heck is going on here? Like, where is everybody? I thought Nashville was popping. Then the next morning, well, let me backtrack. It started raining, but we, you know, we didn't think anything of it. And then the next morning I was in an Uber with Amanda. We were like going to pick up party supplies for Deb's birthday. And the Uber driver was like, yeah, like the tornado warning, you know, schools were canceled yesterday and all this stuff. We're like, what? We had no idea. And we just thought that Nashville was like boring on a Thursday night. But really it was, there was a tornado warning and these stupid assholes are out trying to party. Um, and that was also the same time when our friend Gabby, who was with us, had pre-ordered a cake ahead for Deb. And when we got home drunk that first night, she was like, guys, I don't remember where I bought the cake from. And we were all dying laughing. And Deb was like, what's going on in there? We had to like try and keep it a secret from her. Um, and then the other memory that my Snapchat reminded me of this weekend was the Bachelorette was doing a filming in Newport, Rhode Island, which is like an hour away. So Deb and I put in our names to get tickets to go and were selected. And it ended up being the date with Tyler Cameron, who for anyone that watched that season, um, Hannah Brown season, I forgot if I already mentioned that. Um, he was one of the, he was the runner up for her season. And we got to watch like their original date. And Jake Owen was there, who's a country artist. And he gave us like our own little like concert thing. Um, it ended up being not what we expected in that when we got to the venue, we were told that alcohol was cash only sale, which who carries cash nowadays? Like certainly not I said the fly. And then also, Hannah and Tyler didn't come back from their like lobster fishing date until probably four or five hours later. So we're all sitting in this auditorium, like just like waiting for them to come. Jake Owen rehearsed the song that he was going to sing probably 15 times, maybe 20. And the song is on the radio now. It's his, um, his single that's out now called Made For You. And it was like to the point where I we were like, I could literally never listen to this song again um so that was a little tidbit of fun memory of us being at the bachelorette taping and yeah that is all that I have for you guys today uh seems like the weather is gonna be great I promise I'll stop ending with like a weather update like as if you guys don't know any better but it's just like now that the weather is good it's just like 
I, I have to talk about it. You know, I feel like soon the, the novelty of the good spring weather will wear off, but for now it hasn't. So yeah, everybody have a great weekend and let's get after it. 